Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? Beating up kids and throwing them in the window? Of course, I feel like kicking back, literally. Relaxing and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things karate. And I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's it's his Cobra Kai to his um to my Eagle Fang. What up, guys? It's Am on the mic. So I'm the evil one. No, I'm I'm Cobra Kai. Oh, you're Cobra. Okay, I'll be Eagle Fang. That's fine. But before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Hi. It was a quiet. He yelled. We're sorry for those people listening. Hi is when every every time they do the punch. Yeah, you got to like exclaim your strike. Now, before there was, or no, after there was the Karate Kid. There was Cobra Kai. No, there was Karate Kid 2, 3, the next Karate Kid. I, I lump then, those all together. The ne- even the fourth one, even the back, the next Karate Kid with the girl. Well, what about, you know, you forget about the goat of all Karate Kid oh movies. My, that's not even real somewhere, somewhere Rad is turning. Somewhere <laughs> Rad's spidey sense is going off. He's about to kill me. But we all forget the goat of Karate Kid movies, Jaden Smith. It wasn't even a karate movie. It was Kung Fu. Does it look like I care? <laughs> no. You just got to accept it. That was You're, the name of the movie. It wasn't karate. My God, this guy. Mark my words. Next season, there will be an appearance by Jaden Smith and or Jackie Chan. That's all I'm saying. No, Jackie Chan was a uh, Miyagi. You can't, you can't just... <laughs> The multiverse of madness. But anywho, we're here today to talk about Cobra Kai because a new season just dropped on Netflix and we have a lot to say about it. I I feel as if DJM this time around is going to be more forgiving when it comes to talking about this TV property. Because as Kalo mentioned, a person's name, me and this person, Rad, put put Kalo on the map for Cobra Kai. You did? Yeah, he, he did not watch when it was on YouTube, Rad. No. Um, me and Rad both watched it when it was on YouTube right before hardly anyone knew about it until that shut down on Netflix. So, Kalo, I, uh, I, I expect a thank you letter in the next couple of weeks for being a fan of a Cobra Kai. Once Jaden Smith comes in that show, no, you will no, get my thank no, you. No, absolutely. It's going to be a Jaden Smith card with his yeah. face on it. Absolutely not. No, thank you. You can't tell me the Justin Bieber song on that movie was not a banger. I, I honestly don't remember it. That movie is like a race from my head. I probably saw it once because I was a fan of Jackie Chan, but that movie is. You're just a hater. You're just a hater. Now, I, I'm going to let you start this because you are the resident expert here. What did you think about this season? Can we also explain how nobody is it's calling like, the police? exactly how like this is what i like about the show but it's also like very corny how people can just break out into like karate fights in the in public yeah yeah the valley's different we're from the east coast the west coast that plays a whole different rules that's like black air force one energy like times 10 it's more coordinated to be fair to be fair one character Eli says, instead of fighting, how about we just call the police? Everyone looks at him like he's crazy. Which is what everyone else should do. But 
what did you think about this season? Was it did it live up to your expectations? Did it really just not deliver? I don't know. What is your thoughts? So before going into this, the day before the show came out, um, you and I talked about it, and you said you read this season is probably the worst season out of the whole four seasons. It's not like the worst season ever. Cobra Kai has been always good with the seasons, and so I have I'm, I have to rewatch it. Um, I'm rewatching the season from season one now, but first watching it, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I'm a fan of Terry Silver. I love Karate Kid, three go figures. I love the bad Karate Kid movie out of the trilogy and picking the bad season. But I love Terry Silver, 100% enjoyed it. And I told you this because everyone hates the season, the, the third Karate Kid movie. So um, I, I enjoyed the season because in Cobra Kai, not Cobra Kai, Karate Kid 3, Terry Silver's there. This is the first time this actor played, and he's playing over the top character, villain, everything. And a lot of people hated that, that he was over the top, over comedic, like a villain. And then in this season of Cobra Kai, he actually explains that, oh, back in the day, I was high on cocaine. That's why. And they actually flashed when he said I was high on cocaine, him just laughing, me out, you know, that, and being a bully. I was like, that's so great going back to that and fixing that. And you even told me that you enjoyed that as well. It was a funny thing because, like, what they essentially did was, like, retcon, like, or they gave validity as to why he was, like, over the corny, top over the top. Ca- yeah, because, like, the, it's the shot of him and, like, um, uh, he's training over there and, like, uh, Terry Silver is behind the wall and he's kind of, like, he has that big Joker grin and he's, like, laughing it's like those little things you watch, like as a kid, you watch the movie and you're like, oh, he's just the villain. He's just evil. But watching it through an adult eye, you're kind of like, man, this movie is so corny. Grant you, it could be wide viewed as one of the worst of the whole series. But him explaining it, and this is what the show does very well, is it flashes back to specific moments. It gives you the retrospective view if, in fact, you haven't watched any of the movies, grant you, you should, because it'll make you appreciate more of these cameos, more of these flashbacks more. But if you are new to this whole world, essentially, these flashbacks help. These flashbacks give you more context as to why the people are the way they are. Now, it also does this whole flashback to the war thing very well, too. Last season, yes, that was actually because we get something that we haven't gotten from Karate Kid, from Karate Kid was backstory on Chris because we always believed that, oh, he was just an asshole, but then that shows you that he went to the, because we always knew that he was an army vet from the Karate Kid movie and then from Cobra Kai that we knew, and then we finally got that flashback and all the stuff because we found out he was a nerd in a sense, like his mom killed himself and he got picked on. Um, and then we see him that the war changes him, which a lot of a lot of things, a lot of times, war does change people um, from who they are. And that was great. I think season three was probably one of my favorite seasons, besides season four. Because like I said, season four, Terry Silver, I love Terry Silver. Now, I guess this is like the next big point of this season. Um, so, wait, did you enjoy the movie this, this first season after seeing it? Much like what you said. I can get why people think it wasn't the best season of Cobra Kai. I certainly can see why, but But I enjoyed it by the standards of which I hold Cobra Kai as far as like, it it wasn't bad at all. Like it was, it wasn't, it it was fine. The one, the one nitpick I'm getting, and I think this is me being the cynic that I am 
is that Johnny and uh, Danny keep for working there, bearing the hatchet, and then breaking up because of one stupid thing. And I get it; your egos need to be checked. You see your your um, son Miguel bonding over um, your rival. Why is he teaching him this? That should be my job. Let mm-hmm. me be your surrogate father. I get that. Um, but going like I said, I've been watching back season three. And I'm like, all the times you think that they're bearing the hatchet. One thing happens to cause this rift, and like, I and I'm like, I get it, but like to a point where I'm getting fed up with it. Like, come on, you guys have a common enemy, but you're yes, you're not gonna work together. Like, and I get it. Two different styles of dojos. They're yelling. One's quiet. We need to work on, like I said, eagle checks because they both have humongous equals something to prove as well. But that's like my one nitpick of this season. I also like how. While that like quarrel was happening, like the rift between the two, the kids, like they're essentially the people they are teaching, teach them a lesson as far as like, we're going to build this stage that Miyagi had like in that mural or that little piece of paper. Um, Yes, you have. Here's the fact check for me. Here's the fact check. It's funny because you know how Johnny Lawrence tweeted in the show tweeted. That oh me and Luso are gonna be fighting because he's on a drunk text. Yeah. The show if you go on Twitter and go to Johnny Lawrence, you see the text from the day that show was released. The show was released on Christmas day, day, day Eve day whatever the thirty first is of December, and you see the tweet was released when the show dropped, and it was the exact same tweets. I'm like that is amazing. I love the fact that they went all in with that commitment. Like oh Johnny's drunk testing. Let's go on Twitter and make a drunk text. So I also want to point out something that you it, it's not like a, a big problem for the show, but you pointed it out and it ruined. Yeah, you did. And it ruined everything. For, oh, I know. You saw this season. I, I did. And I couldn't help but like not notice. And like whenever he was in a scene. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, but whenever Robbie Keane is in a scene, his mouth is always open. I went back to the seasons and it could, it it could be open by like the most minute fraction, but it's always open. And it's like, bro, close your mouth, please. But it's no knock on the actor. I actually thought he was a very good part of this season. Season. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And then people comparing him to like kind of the Anakin route that he went to the dark side. Oh yeah. And it's like a lot of Star Wars, even the show, the, name called everything like it's a lot of state he went to the dark side yeah they did the star wars references yeah you have the high ground yeah and that they did reference that too i was proud but um there was also a big point i guess if we're going to be talking about robbie um him taking the little brother of the inmate he was in jail with under his wing that was a good callback because i was like first of all when i saw um um um, larusso's kid bullying i thought it was like his cousin or his past self from a different school. But then when you find out that all this is present, because I'm used to him, his son being chubby, the kid lost a lot of weight. So like when I found out like, Oh, that's his kid. I'm like, Oh, this is not a flashback. This is not his like nephew from a different um, state. I thought that was him. I thought that was him in New Jersey. Yeah. Being the bully. Yeah. I was like, man, like what? Like I, the show does flashbacks, but like, yeah. what does this have to do with like, anything we're seeing? Yeah. 
And then it was like it showed more modern stuff, and I was like, okay, hey, like, so wait, who's this? And then you find out because they want to be calling him Larusso, they're not calling him by his first name. And then you find out, oh, that's the kid. Like, oh, because like I said, I was surprised that the kid lost a lot of weight. Good for him. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, the whole what this show does well is weave stories. It mm-hmm. hands down, like you, it started out on YouTube. And the, the creators know, like, the materials are fans of the original Karate Kid. Like, they know what they're doing with it. Exactly. And the this whole show does, like, these misdirects, too. There was this thing where Tori lost her job at that restaurant. And all of a sudden, at least I had it pegged. She like, was a stripper. Yes. And I was like... Well, this is going to get like real serious real fast because like it shows what a struggling high school student must do just to put food on the table for their family just to survive because that's what they were hinting at. She was trying her best to just provide for her family. And then all of a sudden it switches to like a kid's birthday party and she's like a mermaid or telling stories to kids. So that whole thing was great. I, I, I just can't talk enough about how good this show calls back to certain things, how they also lay the groundwork for future storylines. Winter has come and it will have harsh effects on your skin, such as feeling dry or dehydrated. And in order to combat that, we suggest you turn your shower into an escape with the gentle skin softening way Melrose place body cleanser that features skin softening oils and a hydrating blend. This product also balances out your skin without stripping it or leaving any unwanted residue. It also gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather. It also features high-quality nourishing ingredients like jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil. Experience the new way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BLEAVE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E. O-U-A-I.com. Use code BLEAVE. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is important now more than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use your NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money. Now, I want to talk more about my gripe with the show, and that was the corny karate fights out of nowhere, and how those things are so jarring, at least to me. I get this is what like we were talking about at the top of the pod with uh, people just breaking out into karate fights. (laughs) It's so jarring, and I get this is the premise of the show. It's a karate show. Like, that's what you should expect. But but like you should even to the point where like crease was saying let's save it for the tournament 
if he's saying it and like no one else is following it, I mean, that's how you know it's a problem. And like, oh, um, what should we call it? And then, you know, as some in some seasons, the show went kind of too cre- over the top, like with the kid breaking his arm when Hulk broke Eli's arm. And they're like, oh, and then there's some parents that'll be like, oh, no, bullying's not that bad. I'm like, stop it. I seen it. I was a part of it. I was a bully in high school. I'll admit it. Okay. Um, Kill that because he knows me. Like, um, but no, I can see like how some in some schools it could be getting bad. Um, my school, a kid's ear got bitten off at a basketball game because there was a fight my breaking gosh. out. So it's like Mike Tyson shit right there. But <laughs> um, no, that. So I think the show is great. I love the karate scenes. Like last season when the kid, the Asian kid went through the glass, that was just so comical. Like this kid, just, the smallest kid, just getting yeeted through the glass. I loved it. Um. The season, um, you know, at the end of it, it was a tournament, and Miguel couldn't compete because he had his back, and it was kind of like a good callback from Bro. season one, because not season one, sorry, Karate Kid one, because Miguel, uh, Miguel, uh, Miyagi tells um, my, um, Dan, Danny, like, hey, if you can't compete, you don't have to, but Danny does compete, and then uh, Miguel, and then Tony. Uh, Johnny tells that to uh, Miguel, and this time Miguel was like, "No, because I'm not fighting for myself. I'm fighting for you." And you and Miguel finally gets that like Miguel wants Johnny to be his father figure, but he realized and Miguel even says that that Johnny's only loving you because he filled me as a son. And then you find I was so sad when Johnny te- like he was drunk and he said, "I love you, you, love you, Robbie." I was just like, "Oh, that hurts," because he was so ready for that approval from Johnny and then that just crushed me. How'd you feel about that scene? So the scene where they play that noise as if his back snaps in half, I thought they were going to do the thing where he becomes paralyzed. Paralyzed. Mid tournament. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Because, you know, they were hinting at like, Oh, how's your back? Should you be doing this? Like Johnny's also not a doctor. First of all, guys, he didn't (laughs) Johnny like put him aside and was like, we got to make sure you rest for the tournament. Make sure you're at a hundred percent only for him to go into the tournament and snap his back in half. Mm -hmm. I thought that's what they were doing. And they're like, Oh no, it's a pulled muscle. I was like, all right, like, come on now. Don't play that noise. And Mm -hmm. then just be like, you know, but we're so dramatics. Oh but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I even was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. So, but what was your scene? How did you feel? Um, Tilly, Terry Silver as he he was teased at the end of season three. He was the first episode. He doesn't answer the call because we at the end of season three we find out John Kreese calls him, but we don't hear at the other end. And then in this season we find out that Terry doesn't answer the call. That mm. Kreese is just doing a voicemail. So how do you feel like Terry Silver, the actor, did the season as bringing him in? How he became this nice, uptight silver man uh, with a wife, not a wife, like a girlfriend or whatever. So <laughs> I, I thought, and this is what the show did amazing, and it was showing how people from the time in which they had the Karate Kid movies, like the time it was set in, mm-hmm. time it was made, versus now how like, at that party, Kreese was like talking to him and saying, like, oh, you can you can leave Cobra Kai, but Cobra Kai never leaves you. Yeah. And then the person was talking about like, oh, I'm thinking about starting an app yeah. and like how he just immediately shut it down and was mm-hmm. like, like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't you. Mm-hmm. And the transition. You talked about him being over the top. Yeah. 
the transition from him being that uptight rich guy who is trying to suppress all of those previous well, he, feelings. He's also taking meds because he has PTSD from Nam and all that. Exactly. And whenever he like tied his hair back and I was mm-hmm. like, man, he's back back. Like this is but do you think we... he killed you think he killed us like being back for the first time ever? How do you think he did though besides that? I think he did great, especially the thing where the scene for me in this whole season is whenever he called Johnny to the old dojo oh. and he was just beating the life out of him. And then he's like, I thought this is what you wanted. Isn't no. this what you wanted? Revenge on him? Like that didn't do perfect. it for me. You know what did it for me? What? Stingray, stingray scene. Oh my, oh my God. we got to talk about that. We'll, <laughs> I mean, cause... Wait, 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 we'll come back to that. But that scene, Johnny scene didn't get it. But like that scene, literally, I was like, mouth I was like, Oh shit. But, um, no, I think the show was good. Um, Stingray was great, though. He comes back. He's like, all right, I'm not supposed to hang with kids. I'm going to throw a party with these kids that I'm not yep. supposed to be with. Like, Stingray, it's a, he's a gem of his own. Um, Tori, I'm loving. I love this actor. Peyton Royce has been killing it. And, like, I, the theory is that Mike Barnes is her dad because they both have short temple, temper and all that. I thought her mom was going to be the kid from the next Karate Kid movie, the fourth one. Because we're not we're not seeing her we Nichols. We, I don't I don't like I said, I never saw the fourth Karate Kid movie. I don't know the last name of that one, but a lot of people because they also mention her dad and Terry Silver says like, oh, I'll bring one or two recruits to help me start Corporate Kai teasing uh, Mike Barnes, which I always thought he was like this bad boy karate doesn't play by the rules. And Terry and Terry Tori is that same way. But you talked about how like she was. Which she went through, you know, lost her job because of her mom, and then becomes this. We thought she's gonna become a stripper, but she's working at a party. Which I was like, "Oh shit, they're really doing this." Um, and then she goes to um, Sam's mom, who's like, "Can you help me?" And that I think that was a whole circle. And I think um, there's gonna be more fi- frictions than with Sam and Tori because Sam is the bully. I don't care what anyone wants to say. Sam is the bully of the show. She is the Danny um, of Karate Kid 1. Funny enough, that's her daughter. But um, uh, my friend was like, oh, no, Sam's not the bully. She's a victim. I'm like, no, because at this season, what did Sam do? She teased the kid to throw shit at her. She started, she started, she made out with Tori's boyfriend in season two. So it's like, I don't care what you guys have to say. Tori's an all in the right. Sam is the bully. Why? And it's funny how the the hero now is spawning the bully. Yeah, and right? it's all vice versa, mm-hmm. depending how you look at it with Robbie and all that. Well, but, the Karate Kid Danny was the bully, if you think about it. Yeah, it was. But now I want to bring about the um, the ending. The we want to talk about the tournament, talk about the winners, and then what it means going forward. So out of the women's side of things of course we got the matchup of sam and tori you know in that fight sam was very much struggling to land a hit on tori and figure out like how to overcome that and the whole groundwork that was laid for her that this season was to stop listening to her dad and choose her own path and there was that quote from miyagi like you will learn my style karate, but then you will figure out your own style or your own way, your own karate. And she then blended the styles of Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do. And 
I thought that was great. I thought that was a good way to not only grow the character, but also set the tone for everything moving forward. That, and I love how, you know, we saw her more attempt, more gallerating to Johnny's karate. That, um, strike, um, show no mercy, strike first, and rather than him seeing Miguel gravitating more to Johnny's karate. And at the end, how, um, in the tournament, she's doing both Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang karate, yeah. which is really cool. And like, which I thought was really cool. I'm like, oh, fusing them together, you could be more, you could do offense and defense. It doesn't have to be strictly one or the other. And that, and, you know, the elbow to the eye. And you, and I think Freeze is getting that roundabout character be like, all right, you don't have to play dirty, which I'm just like, I don't like about that because from Karate Kid 1 to Karate Kid 3 to Cobra Kai Season 1 to now, we know him as this bad guy. And he just now, looks like a bad dude. He, he looks like a bad dude. He's somebody you want to trust. But um, and now, all of a sudden, he's having this turn, uh, change of heart. Also, what happens to the ending, we'll get to that as well. But, like, um, I, I like something needs to happen. He just can't do, like, a whole 180. And I hope he dies. Like, that's his, like, mm. redemption like he turns to this good guy because you see him out of nowhere. It's like you don't have to. Sh- you you can show mercy. Like she had like this one because we don't see that. You don't see this. It's out of out of nowhere where he's just like, yeah, you, you can show mercy. And then mm-hmm. Terry Silver is being that over the top villain. Um, like no, Albert in her eye again. Yeah, uh, and you know, transitioning from Tori versus Sam, Hawk versus uh, what's his Robbie. face, Robbie. Now, at the start of the season, my my two for the finals was Miguel and Robbie, just mm-hmm. for the fact, you know. But we, re- but we already got that done the first season. You did, but, like, with higher stakes, I mm-hmm. guess, kind of. Also, to the history of, like, how it'll all come full, full circle, kicking mm-hmm. off the, the stairs and yeah. everything, the father figure, blah, blah, blah. But earlier in the season, when Hawk was pinned down and his... Mohawk was shaving off. R.I.P. Mohawk. Yeah, rip in peace. Now, to come to this, that fight, too, was insane. Mm -hmm. Props to them, the fight coordinators and all that. Great stuff. But I'm kind of glad Hawk won. And, you know, it didn't give Robbie the... uh, I feel like he still doesn't know what he wants. Grant you, at the end of the season, kind of, you know? Which I love because he's like he takes this kid in, this kid who's being bullied, who is weak, he's scrawny, and he wants to help him because he's like, oh, I'm not going to get mentally mentally up. And then he's not going to get tricked by Terry Silver and Chris like you guys did. And then he's like, I'm not going to fall for that. But then at the end, he's not the one who gets fooled by Terry. It's the kid he's training. And, like, you see him, like, in tears to go back to Johnny. Like, I thought I could save this kid, but I was good. But he's the one who went to the dark side, which I thought I'm glad Robbie saw that. And it wasn't just like, oh, he's just being a corporate guy like me. No, he see he is better than Johnny and Danny. Like, he, um, that he wasn't getting manipulated by them, but he saw a kid getting manipulated that he trusted that it came to him. Exactly. And that was a big point in the tournament where he realized that killer instinct that was there for the kid yeah. just kind of overtook him. It mm-hmm. really did. Now, 
to that scene, that scene in the shower, like, oh my god, like it was intense. The whole yeah. season was, but to wrap it up, as far as Cobra Wait, Kai goes, before we, we, have, we haven't talked about the elephant in the room, what the stingray. Oh, well, I want to talk about that too, but oh. I was I was more hinting at the fact that uh, Terry Silver paid the ref. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And how Tori's seen that. I feel like mm-hmm. that's another big implication for next season, as well as Miguel going to find his father. Which her father, his father doesn't know that he exists. Um, but do you want his dad to be somebody from the Karate Kid or just be a random dude? But like who? Who? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Miyagi, though. Miyagi. It's gonna be Miyagi. Him. Even though that rest in peace to the actor who died in 2005, which I was just like, that's upsetting as it is. Jackie Chan. He's gonna be the next. Jaden Smith is the father. Oh this is how God. it's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> but, you know, him going off to find his father, Tori seeing that her victory, uh, even though she was trying to find the validation through that, yeah. is tainted because the ref was paid to. Mm-hmm. Do this. And then you saw at the end of the match, he's like, are you okay? Like, are you all right? Like, shoulder that I'm willing to put this behind us. Are you? Exactly. And Sam, and Sam was off guard. She's like, what? Like, what do you say? Mm-hmm. But um, that's a big plot point for next season. But now to move on to your big thing with Stingray and Crease. No, so, uh, and also Silver. And Terry Silver. But the... Earlier in the season, Stingray was beaten down by well, Terry Well, before Silver. that, he's been trying to get back into Corporate Kai, and they're like, no, you're too fat. You're not strong enough. And this Fuck is you. Kreese saying it to Stingray. Yeah. And he was obviously heartbroken. Karate mm-hmm. is his everything, blah, blah, blah. He goes back, and he finds Terry Silver. Who was now, also kind of losing it at this point. He was drinking, Kreese. doing everything he could yeah. back there. And he starts beating him up, like absolutely just knocking cur- snot he, out he, of him. He curb stopped him, and, and that's how the episode ended. I'm like, Silver just killed a man. That's what I thought, because like it was a token, like no one cares about Stingray. But, you know. I cared about him for that moment. That moment, I was like, oh, shit. Exactly. Curse. It's like he can't defend himself. Yeah. But it ends, and we don't see what happens afterwards. No. And so he kept asking, you, you, think you he's believe dead. he's dead. Yeah, that and you kept off. asking like, hey, do you want you want to be Cobra Kai? You want to be Cobra Kai? Yeah. And then it ends with, I need you to do something. He's like, yes, sensei. Of course. And we end in him in the hospital bed, Stingray, that is. And they were interrogating him, asking like, hey, like, who did this to you? And we're getting the flashback to that scene. And then we finally get the reveal. Yeah. He's like, it was Crease, yeah. John Crease. The two were enjoying drinks at uh, Johnny Silver's, Johnny Silver, Terry Silver's house. (laughs) And the police come and they arrest John Kreese. Now, he's going to jail? Yeah. So, the ultimate ultimate double turn. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on this? That, it it was crazy. I was like, oh shit. Like, I'm like, is this how Terry's going to get caught? But no. Kreese gets, and this is why I say I feel like this is how Kreese needs to die, because we see him come out being a nicer person. So I think this is where he fights Terry, and Terry kills him, and all that. But that, that scene with the curb stomp, that had me. I was like, oh, I was in Discord at the time. My buddy was there. I was like, oh, shit. And my buddy was like, what? I'm like, I think somebody just died in this show. We'll be with the first Karate Kid. But now, we end on the season with Miguel running away. Going to see his dad. 
Also, I found out that Season 5, they just finished wrapping Season 5. So Season 5 is dropping this year as well. Because the creators are like, they want to keep the actors young. They want to keep them in the same age gap. So we're getting Season 5 this year as well, which I'm happy. Hopefully not in Christmas when it gets released. I don't want that. I don't want to wait a whole year again. Um, I think the summer is when yeah, they should drop it. But I just thought of an idea while you were talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miguel's dad might be Johnny Lawrence's um, father. So you're saying Johnny Lawrence's father is also Miguel's father. Yes. You realize this dude would be like 80? Yo, you saw um, Johnny's mom marrying that guy? Fair enough. Fair enough. That'd be a little weird. (laughs) That'd be a little weird. But I mean, in this universe, I honestly, I feel like there's like a minute character we don't like. That we've seen in the Karate Kid, but he was like in the background. Like we never really paid too much attention to him. Or like he's been hovering around the story or something. Apparently he's a bad man. Yeah, apparently. Also, we talk about how Chosen comes back. Yes. And, um... Um and Johnny, not Johnny. Um, uh, Danny and him are gonna be teaming up to take on Chris. I'm just upset that Johnny hasn't Johnny. Um, Danny, um, ha- hasn't showed the technique that he lo- he he learned in um at the um in Oshawa, the uh, pressure point technique. Like we seen him do it to Chris, but he doesn't teach it to his kids for self defense. It's just like. I feel like that's going to be a big thing with the blend of styles moving forward for with that. Chosen and, and, yeah, yeah, with Chosen and Daniel LaRusso. Yeah, Daniel, not Danny. I don't know why I was saying Danny. Yeah, Danny, Daniel, it's all the same. But that, again, this show does the callback so well. It does people so coming back. Too. It's not like, boom, mm-hmm. character. They tease them up either in the season or the season prior, and then they bring them back. Be like, oh, it's like, like how they, how they mention. I know a couple of people that can help me run Corporate Kai. Who's Corporate Kai? Mike Barnes. They're not even saying their names, which I love. And I think all the shows are doing that are doing reboots or spinoffs on this should take notes because this is how you do callbacks to the original thing. Like, I love this show so much for doing it. And even then, like, let's say Chosen wasn't the one standing off to the it side. Was like, it was like the girl. Yeah, like yeah. it could have very well been that person. Whoever could, her name is, I don't remember her name. No one remembers. Karate Kid 4, that's all we're going to call her. No, by. oh, I was talking about the Asian chick from Karate Kid 2. Oh, yeah. that too. I mean, you yeah. plug and play at that point. <laughs> but like, those are the things that, you know, this show does well and it will continue to do well. I'm pretty pumped about the next season to see where these things go. I feel like every season when it ends, you're pumped for the next season. That's how good the show the is. The cliffhangers. The cliffhangers yeah. and they set up, like what you said, they lay the patchwork for next Between season. The seasons before yeah. it ends. It's not rushed. You don't be like, oh, like, oh, wait, season's almost over. We have to mention this character mm-hmm. by passing. But like, it's all no, natural. They, it's all natural. It's like all smoothing. And you see the actors love it. Danny and Johnny are just so kinematic. They love what they're doing. Living back when they were kids. And mm-hmm. like, I, I'm just enjoying this. And I'm, I'm here for the ride. And I'm going to be upset once the show ends. Because it's such a good show. It's like one of those shows that you don't want it to end. Exactly. But we'll, 
what exactly will end is this episode of the Get Comfy Lowdown. We hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every single Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. If you like what we do here, go check out more episodes of the Get Comfy Game Break and the Get Comfy Podcast every single Sunday and Friday. Same time, same place, all major listening platforms. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only... Quiet! I've been Johnny Lawrence, a.k.a. Aim on the Mic. And we will see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.